Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into our Padres postgame show here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Padres fall 3-1 to one to the Detroit Tigers in this series finale on this Sunday morning here in San Diego. Padres dropped to 48-52 and 52 with the defeat. Tigers improved to 45-54. and 54. Padres go 5-5 five and five on this 10-game road trip. And the Padres have a disappointing finish to the road trip and this series. Padres unable to sweep this series. They do win two out of three. They do win the final two series of this road trip in Toronto and Detroit. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll go back to Comerica Park, here from Padres manager Bob Melvin, coming up in just a little bit. All the highlights for you, recap it in its entirety, and have some additional post-game reaction coming from the clubhouse as well. But Really no way around it. This was a very disappointing day for the San Diego Padres, especially offensively. One run on three hits, a day where the Padres had a chance to sweep this series, would have been just their second three-game sweep of the season, and also a chance to finish this road trip as a winning road trip. Would have been 6-4 and four with a win, instead 5-5. Five and five. And the disappointing element of it all, beyond it just being a quiet offensive day and the feast and famine nature of the Padres' offense throughout this season, now 100 games in, we've seen this story before. You think about the first two games of this series, 19 runs on 27 hits, and here today, almost unimaginably, one run on three hits, but it was about more than just that. It would have been one thing if the Padres were going up against uh, Justin Verlander of the Tigers from a decade and a half ago. They were not here today. They were going up against Alex Fiedo, who, no disrespect to Alex Fiedo, but here are the numbers. 18 career starts in the major leagues entering this start in two seasons. Last year and this season, a 6.05 ERA, 6.980 ERA and six starts this season up from AAA Toledo and Fiedo just shut the Padres down. He gave up one hit in this game, six scoreless innings, walked four, struck out two. Padres couldn't get anything going against Alex Fiedo, and that's where the story begins. The bullpen for the Tigers does a good job. Obriski gives up a run in the seventh inning on the Gary Sanchez RBI single. Padres did make noise against Alex Lang in the ninth inning, but Sanchez flies out to end the game and strand the tying runs in scoring position. So, That's the way it went in this game. Uh, (laughs) 100 games in, the offense continues to confuse you, where it's been super hot and cold all year long. And look, the Padres, this was a a tough road trip. There's no way around it. 
two countries, three cities, 11 days, 10 games, you know, a tough series in Philadelphia. I get it. A grind of a road trip. It really was. And um, you understand that. But at the same time, you know, if the Padres were 10 games above 500 and comfortably in a postseason spot right now, you may be able to look at a game like this and say, you know what, you won two out of three, end of a long road trip, a team that looked like they were ready to just get out of there and get home. You would somewhat understand it and say, okay, let's get back home and let's get back on track tomorrow against Pittsburgh. But here's the problem. The Padres are not in that situation. The Padres are in a situation where they entered this game three games below 500, and every game is super, super important. It's an offense that can't afford to not do much against a guy like Alex Fajardo. That's the bottom line. So with where the Padres are right now, really two things from this game. A, they cannot have offensive games like the one they had here today. And like Tony and Jesse alluded to, you keep waiting for this team to go on that run. Well, you can't have games like today if you're going to go on that run. Two out of three against the Tigers. A series win is nice, but with where they are, not good enough this was a series that was right there for the taking and again facing a starting pitcher in Alex Fajardo who just did not have good numbers at all coming in and has not had good numbers throughout his early major league career so that's where things are at the end of today hopefully the Padres can come uh, come back home get back on track but I think pretty safe to say this was a disappointing day for the Padres especially with what they did offensively yesterday and on Friday 19 runs on 27 hits in the first two games of this series they had just one run on three hits in this ball game and again the Padres simply can't afford to have days like that they just can't with where they are um, and uh, look 100 games in we've saw this uh, very seesaw offense all year and in game number 100 maybe fittingly continued that way here today so we'll be able to break it all down here we'll go back to Detroit, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. We'll come back with the radio highlights as well. Recap it, tell you how it went down. Maybe you're waking up late on this Sunday morning, just joining us, just tuning in, and you're like, wait, the Padres game is already over? Yep, it is here at 11.48 uh, a.m. Already over, and unfortunately, would have been a nice Sunday had the Padres won it, but instead, Padres lose 3-1 to one in Detroit. We get it continu- uh, We get it rolling. We keep it rolling, I should say, with our post-game coverage when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Tigers 3, Padres 1 in the series finale in Detroit. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. We'll go back to Comerica Park in Detroit here from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a few minutes. So stay tuned for that disappointing day for the Padres. They cannot complete a three-game sweep of the Tigers in Detroit. And you know what? This game awfully similar to the series finale in Toronto on Thursday where the Padres 
Padres got shut out for nothing. And here's what's disappointing from the two series in Toronto and Detroit. Both series, Padres had an opportunity to really put their foot down and sweep both. And this could have easily, had you won the final two games of the series, been a 7-3 and three road trip instead of 5-5. Five and five. Could have been 6-4 and four with a win either here today or on Thursday in Toronto. But here's the part that really confuses you. One run on three hits here today. Thursday in Toronto, opportunity to sweep a series, no runs on six hits. So in the two games where the Padres could have swept series against the Blue Jays and Tigers, they got a combined one run on nine hits. And again, winning series, that's all well and good. And typically throughout a baseball season, you win series That's a really good thing. It's a really good recipe for making the postseason, for having 90-plus wins, all of it. The problem for the Padres right now is with where they are entering today, three games below 500, where they are in the postseason race, the ground they need to make up, the kind of run they need to go on. Winning two out of every three, it's not going to get it done. That's probably not going to get you there. They need to go on that run that we've been waiting for. The run meaning... A real sustained stretch of winning, winning more than three in a row at some point this season, something the Padres have not done all year. So we'll continue to break down this game. We'll continue to go back to Detroit. We'll hear from Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit. We'll have some additional post-game audio from the clubhouse from players as well. So a lot to get to on our post-game coverage. But first, let's recap how this one went down in Detroit. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center, servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. In the bottom half of the first inning, Spencer Torkelson stepped in against Joe Musgrove. Bases empty, two outs, and the 3-2 hit in the air to deep left. Soto going back at the wall. It's going to go. A home run for Spencer Torkelson. That's his team leading 15th of the season, and the Tigers take a 1-0 lead here in the first. Meanwhile, the Padres couldn't get anything going against Alex Fajardo in the first three innings. In the bottom of the third, the Tigers got more, and Ibanez led off. Eric Haas on deck, and then top of the order, McKinstry. And first pitch, swinging, Ibanez hits one a mile to left field. No doubter up over the old wall here in Detroit. And home run number seven on the season for Andy Ibanez. Tigers have added on. It's two to nothing. Musgrove then retired the next two, but then a single and a walk. That brought up Kerry Carpenter. Here's the 0-1. And that's sharply on one hop out to Kim. It gets underneath his glove into right field. Tatis charges. Green's on his way home. The throw to the plate. Oh, they had him, but Sanchez lost the baseball. I think when Gary went to apply the swipe tag to Riley Green, the ball just kind of squirted out of his catcher's mitt. And it ended up out in front of home plate. Certainly appeared that he would have been out. Great throw from Fernando Tatis Jr. on that play. But Gary Sanchez just could not hang on to the baseball throw. Beat the runner at home plate. But Sanchez lost it. Run scored. And the Tigers had a 3-0 lead. Meanwhile, the major story in this game was the Padres' inability to do anything against Alex Fajardo. Six scoreless innings. One hit allowed. The Padres grounded into three double plays with Fajardo on the mound. Joe, uh, Joe Musgrove, meanwhile, went six innings and allowed just three runs. We went to the seventh inning. Padres trailing 3 nothing. Xander Bogarts at a one-out double against Tigers reliever Bo Brisky. With two men away, it was Gary Sanchez. 
1-0, Sanchez lines it sharply into right field. Carpenter in, has to play it on a hop. Bogarts rounding third on his way. Here's the throw to the plate, not in time. And Gary Sanchez brings home the first Padre run of the day. An RBI single here in the top of the seventh inning, and it's 3-1. Matt Carpenter then struck out to end the inning. Stephen Wilson pitched a 1-2-3 bottom of the seventh. Jason Foley pitched a 1-2-3 top of the eighth inning. Tom Cosgrove worked a scoreless bottom half. So, the Padres still trailed 3-1, heading to the ninth inning. Tigers closer Alex Lang came on. He got Juan Soto on a ground out, struck out Manny Machado, then Xander Bogarts walked. Jake Cronenworth reached on an error as Bogarts uh, went to third base. He went to second before that on defensive indifference. A wild pitch sent Cronenworth to second. So the Padres had runners on second and third base, two men away. The tying runs in scoring position, two outs. The game was left up to Gary Sanchez. Two and two. Here's the pitch. Sanchez swings, skies it into shallow center. Long run, Veerling. He's coming on. The center fielder gets there, and he makes the catch to end the ball game. Tigers survive this one and win it three to one. Padres win the series. They take two out of three, and this very long road trip will conclude with the Padres going five and five against the Phillies, the Blue Jays, and the Tigers. Padres lose three out of four in Philadelphia, win two out of three against Toronto and Detroit, and that equals an even five and five on this 10-game road trip. Again, the Padres getting just one run on three hits in this game. They left six on base. Tigers got three runs on eight hits, two errors, four left on, and... The top four in the lineup for the Padres today, Kim, Tatis, Soto, and Machado win a combined 0 for 13. Runners in scoring position for San Diego today, they went 1 for 6. They needed that one more hit with runners in scoring position in the ninth inning, could not get it. And so often that has been the story in losses for the Padres this season. Another one or two run game, the Padres do not find a way to win. Let's go back to Detroit, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. How much did it feel like some missed opportunities the last few days? You guys were able to rebound from one and three, but weren't able to finish out the sweeps. I think it was more about today, to tell you the truth. And it's a pretty disappointing effort, at, off, at least off the starter. I mean, I, you get him credit, he somehow got us out. Nothing against him, but we, we got to have a better we got a better approach. we got to have more put more pressure on the starter, in my opinion, today. Something that you guys have done. Any ideas of why today? Our bats were better at the end. Um, against their plus guys that they bring at the end of the game, but for whatever reason, we just did not did not look quick. We were quite into it earlier in the game. And you've talked a few times about kind of wanting to go on a run, build a stretch. Yeah. Things like this are the ones that kind of we've mean, seen this game before, and these this these are key games. This was a key game today to go out with, you know, a little bit more fire. Now look, when you don't hit, it doesn't look great, but I, I just felt like we should have done a little more damage. What did you think of Joe today? Maybe not as good as we've seen him here recently, but six innings, three runs should give you a chance to win with our offense and the way we've been swinging. Today, kind of aside, how would you just kind of sum up this this road trip? And it's been a little bit of a roller coaster, but like, yeah, you know what? I, I we're way past trips and series. It's it's all about winning games. Today was a key game for us. 
you know, we win this game and then whatever, the whole road trip, whenever it started, looks a lot better than it did uh, losing today's game. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in Detroit following this 3-1 defeat for the Padres against the Tigers. Tell you what, Bob Melvin, I think, echoed a lot of what I was talking about in the opening segment where we talked about the Padres not being able to have games like this. I mean, forget series, forget road trips like Bob Melvin was alluding to. I mean, against the starter and Alex Fajardo, and I think Bob Melvin said they're pretty disappointing effort, at least uh, off the starting pitcher. And that was the part of this game that was really disappointing, especially after what the Padres have done offensively the last couple of days in this series to get just one hit, no runs against Fajardo. And again, not taking anything away from him. He's a first-round pick a number of years ago. Obviously has some talent, but the numbers in the major leagues have not been good for Fajardo. Again, just sort of mystifying. The Padres didn't get anything going against Fajardo. The top four in the lineup, 0 for 13. And you could hear from Bob Melvin there uh, the disappointment in not being able to A, hit Fajardo, and B, take the final game of this series. I mean, again, 5-5 five and five on a 10-game road trip. That's just not going to get it done. And You know, again, if the Padres were in a different spot, then yes, post-All-Star break, you'd look at it, you'd say, okay, 5-5, and sort of a grueling three-city, 10-game road trip, the rain delays, all of it, but they're not in that spot. They're in a spot where every game is really important, and a game like today, again, to get a sweep, to put your foot down with a guy like Alex Fajardo on the mound, it's just a game the Padres have to win, and you can't have the type of offensive performance they had, especially against the starter, and we heard all that just now uh, from Bob Melvin, essentially. So uh, I thought Bob Melvin pretty much echoing what we talked about in the opening segment there. We'll step aside, come back with more. We have uh, additional post-game reaction to get to from the clubhouse. I may hear from Joe Musgrove and or Xander Bogarts coming up, so stay tuned for that. Final score, Tigers 3, Padres 1. We continue our post-game coverage on this Sunday after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Tigers win it 3-1 to one over the Padres on this Sunday. Disappointing end to this road trip for the Padres. They do go 5-5. Five and five. They do win 2 out of 3 against Toronto and against the Detroit Tigers. But like we've been saying and like you heard Bob Melvin really alludes to there. That's not enough with where the uh, Padres are at right now. So a 5-5 five and five road trip. They'll come home for a three-game series beginning tomorrow against the Pirates. A six-game homestand against the Pirates. Day off on Thursday and then uh, uh, three more games uh, against the Texas Rangers. So six against the Pirates and the Rangers beginning tomorrow at Petco Park. Let's tell you about our East pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game. I mean, I would love to give this to Joe Musgrove. Six innings. Three earned runs given up, but I've got to give it to Alex Fajardo, right? Six scoreless innings, one hit, four walks, two strikeouts, 93 pitches. 
came in with a 6.9 ERA in six starts, a 6-plus ERA in his career in the major league so far, 18 starts. I mean, uh, pretty impressive what he did against the Padres lineup today. So, Fajardo is our ace pitcher of the game here today on the Padres radio network. And again, that's part of the story in this game. It's not just the fact that the Padres offense really didn't do much of anything. One run on three hits, but it's who they didn't do it against. And again, I'm not trying to take away from Fajardo, but the numbers are the numbers coming in. And we said it pregame. In fact, let me go to my keys to the game. Key number two. And once in a while, I'll do this where I go back to one of my keys. Key number two, I'm going to read you verbatim what I wrote down. Capitalizing on a shaky starting pitcher. Did they do that here today, the Padres? They did not. They did not capitalize on a shaky starting pitcher whatsoever. That was a key today. And their pitching staff, again, Joe Musgrove, a quality start. Six innings, three runs given up. Was he perfect? No. Did he give up a couple of home runs? He did. But... Again, another quality start in another game where the Padres get a quality start and don't win. I mean, think about this. Today's quality start for the Padres was number 47 on the season. That is the most in the National League. That is how good the Padres' starting rotation has been this year. But, meanwhile, the Padres sit four games below 500, 100 games into the season. So, the Padres' offense had to capitalize against Fajardo today and uh, they just did not do it for whatever reason. And that is the part that is uh, pretty hard to figure out, not just today, but throughout this season. And, you know, I, I know here on the postgame show, after a game like yesterday and what we saw on Friday, you feel in good spirits because you, you feel like things are turning. You feel like the offense is sort of unstoppable. You're seeing the types of performances, individual by individual, that you've been wanting to see all season. But then you have a game like today. And, you know, look, it was the final game of a long road trip. I understand that. But like we alluded to earlier, Padres aren't in a spot where they, you know, can have a game like this on a final day of a long road trip. They're not. Again, if they were uh, in a different situation, that would be maybe okay, maybe a little bit more explainable in the course of a long 162-game season, but just not where they are right now. And a disappointing day for the Padres' offense as they fall 3-1 to one to the Tigers. Like we said, Joe Musgrove solid in this game. Was he perfect? No. Gave up the early home run, gave up two more runs in the third, but you look up, six innings, three runs given up, and again, with who was on the mound for the Tigers and the names in this Padres lineup, You know what? If Musgrove gives up three runs in six innings and the bullpen gives up none, that should be good enough to win. And I think that's the bottom line. Let's go back to Detroit inside the Padres clubhouse. Here's some post-game reaction from today's starting pitcher, Joe Musgrove. Is this one where it felt like you made a mistake? Yeah, I mean, not really. I feel like I threw a couple pitches that I got away with, but... um... Overall, I think the, the hang inside of the Torkelson and then the leadoff cutter that Abanez hit out were the two poor pitches of the day. Um, I threw a couple more that I might have got away with, but um, I just had a hard time doing work into the righties. I had a lot of righties in the lineup today, so the spin was playing, but I had a hard time getting in on the guys. The cutters were, uh, or the sinkers were cutting a little bit back over the plate, so I think over the course of the game, if we're able to do a little work inside to those righties, it opens up some of those you know cutters and sliders away. Um, but I got missed some jams. I pitched out of it. Um, executed some pitches when I need to. So overall, not a not a terrible day. Just not super super sharp. That being said, they, I mean, you're not a guy that generally allows 
the long ball. Yeah. They, they hit two of them out today. Like, mm-hmm. was that is that just kind of them capitalizing there? Yeah, I mean, they're poor pitches, a 3-2. I think he's in swing mode there. Um, just got him a, a fat pitch. And then the cutter at OO, Abanya is, um, you know, typically pretty patient in the outer half, but the cutter backed up and stayed, stayed middle. So... Um, just poor pitches overall. I think the selection was right, just not not well executed. And the home runs, I mean, I can deal with the solo homers. The solo homers don't hurt me, but, you know, multiple guys on base with poor pitches leading to the homers will get you. So I stayed away from that today. But, um, yeah, just got early in the count. Poor execution. Today seemed like kind of a day of a missed opportunity. Yeah. He's had a chance to sweep. Right. Yeah, we gotta we got to do that. I don't think we played terribly today. Um, on the pitching side of the ball, I thought we kept our team in the game. Um, you know, their starter didn't have a whole lot to offer, a two-pitch mix, um, but worked down in the zone really well, made pitches when he needed to, and um, was able to keep us off the barrel. So he threw, you know, quite a few balls throughout the day, walked a few guys, but made big pitches when he needed to. So sometimes you just tip your cap to him and, you know, keep the momentum we have and bring it back home. What do you make of this this road trip on the whole? Kind of, I mean, it started slow. Yeah. But what do you take from kind of the way yeah. it went in Detroit and Toronto, the chances you had? Yeah, looking back at it, I mean, you know, there's a few of those games in Philly that, you know, looking at the way the series ended up now, you know, you really wish you can get a couple of those back. But, um, you know, losing three out of four there and then going and taking two out of three yeah, in Toronto and two out of three here, um, you know, we're in good shape now. We just got to go home against Pittsburgh, who we struggled with last time, and then a good team in Texas coming in. So uh, try to take this momentum home and, and continue. That was Joe Musgrove from the Padres Clubhouse after this game. Again, Musgrove, a solid start for him. Six innings and three runs given up. And you heard Musgrove talk about Alex Fiedo there and talk about the two-pitch mix. And nothing really uh, all that complicated from Fiedo as far as what he's offering. The interesting part about the outing for Fiedo and another part of this game offensively that just, I mean, really hurt the Padres. Fiedo walked four batters over the six innings. Every time, well, three out of the four times, he issued a walk. He erased that walk with a double play. Leadoff walk in the first inning by Kim. Soto hits into a double play. Leadoff walk by Carpenter in the third. Hits into a double play. Grisham behind him. And then the walk in the sixth inning. Leadoff walk. Double play off the bat of Fernando Tatis Jr. So think about that for a second. I mean, Fiedo issued three leadoff walks, and each time, the leadoff walk was erased by a double play. You know, that was part of the story here for Fiedo and the Padres offense today and why the Padres couldn't get anything going. Even when Fiedo issued leadoff walks, he induced double play balls quickly after that. Uh, tough day for Matt Carpenter, 0 for 2 with a walk. His struggles continue. And like I said, I mean, if you want to look at one part of the lineup that really was uh, the culprit today, 0 for 13, the top four. Kim, Tatis, Soto, and Machado. Machado drew a walk, and Kim drew a couple of walks, but Tatis 0 for 4, Soto 0 for 4, both those guys hitting into double plays. And again, against a guy like Alex Fajardo, it's got to be better than that. It's got to be better with where the uh, Padres are right now, and it just wasn't here today. One run on three hits, not going to get it done. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network, come back with more. We have more daily awards to give out. Take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard. Get ready for the homestand beginning tomorrow. We'll also take your tweets, your DMs, and your phone calls here coming up. Phone number is always 833-288-0973. Again, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved. I'm taking your tweets at... Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram DMs open as well. 
Call Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. If you want to interact with me about this game, what would you think about the game, the series, the road trip, may just interact with your tweet or your DM live here on the air. Final score on this Sunday, Tigers 3, Padres 1. Post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Padres fall 3-1 to one to the Tigers on this Sunday. Padres wrap up their road trip to Philadelphia, Toronto, and Detroit 5-5. Five and five. They do win two out of three against Toronto and Detroit, but... Certainly very good opportunities to sweep the two final series of this trip. Good opportunity on Thursday in Canada, Toronto. Lost that game 4 nothing, and then here today losing 3-1 to to the Tigers. And again, said this earlier, but in the final games of both those series, the Padres' offense had just one run on nine hits in the final games the final games with an opportunity to sweep both in Toronto on Thursday and here today against the Tigers. So, look, as far as uh, putting your foot down and sweeping series, something the Padres have to do when they have opportunities to right now, pitching did their part. I mean, four runs given up against a good Toronto offense on Thursday, three runs given up here today. The offense, though, did not do enough for the Padres to sweep this series. And, uh, we'll see. Padres have swept one three-game series this year. They've not won more than three games in a row this year, and they'll try to get back on track tomorrow against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Again, I'm taking your tweets and your DMs at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V, Twitter, Instagram. I am checking my uh, messages, my tweets as we go here, so uh, feel free to say hi. Let me know what you thought about this game, what you uh, thought about the series, the road trip, and we'll continue to address those. If you want to get a phone call, then phone number is always 833-288-0973. I'm getting some tweets here uh, with people asking about Matt Carpenter, and it's understandable. Another tough day for Carpenter. He did draw a walk in this game, but otherwise 0 for 2. The batting average for Matt Carpenter is down to 167. Has not been pretty as of late, going back to June 13th, so now well over a month, uh, including the All-Star break, of course. Span of 17 games. He's only 2 for his last 35 uh, one double out of those two hits. So that's an 057 average in his last 35 at-bats. Obviously, he's not uh, he's not playing all the time uh, anymore, even against righties. Um, you know, it's been really tough. And, you know, I, I think it's fair to, to you know, ask the question of, of if the Padres just on a – and they have been, really, on a day-to-day basis. I mean, it, it really is not Carpenter there every day. I mean, you look at this series. This was the only game he played in this series. He only played two in Toronto. He only played one in Philadelphia. He only hit in uh, a DH in one of the games against the Mets, one of the games against the Angels. So, I mean, really, in the month of July, the Padres are not – uh, putting him in the lineup at that DH spot very often. Um, but, you know, you got guys like Camposano who are doing good things. Four hits yesterday, um, you know, late in the game. Can you look at somebody like Camposano to pinch hit? Or would the Padres even consider DHing somebody like Luis Camposano? And, you know, you hope that nothing happens to your catcher spot because that would mean then if you had uh, somebody like Camposano 
go behind the plate, you would lose your DH. But is that worth the risk of uh, potentially that situation? Might be with where the Padres are at right now. Even guys like Colway and Rivas. I mean, uh, you know, it just has been a really tough season for Matt Carpenter. There's really uh, no way around it. So I think those questions are, are fair right now with what the Padres need out of that DH spot. So getting a lot of tweets on uh, Matt Carpenter. And I understand the frustration out there. Um, otherwise, though, I mean, here today, again, the Padres top of the lineup, 0 for 13 uh, uh, combined. Kim to T. Soto and Machado. That was really the uh, major problem, I think you could say, here today offensively. Um, there was another point I wanted to get to there. Oh, it was on Campisano because I saw this a lot on social media as well, and some people tweeting me about it, you know, about um, Campisano not playing today. I mean, you know, day game after a night game, he played both Friday and Saturday. I mean, this is pretty uh, common practice that he's not going to play or at least catch the day game after a night game. Now, you know, if you'd like to see him in the DH spot, I understand it. Look, it, it, it wouldn't be the traditional way of thinking. Um, you know, you'd give your catcher a day off, day game after a night game, two straight games, final game of the series. But I understand the thought with where the Padres are right now and the options at DH, it's not the craziest idea to put Camposano at DH and say, you know what, you're not going to catch, but you're going to hit, and hopefully nothing happens to Gary Sanchez behind the plate injury-wise, and we get through this thing with Sanchez catching and uh, Camposano DHing. I, I don't think that's a crazy idea uh, with the way Camposano swung the bat yesterday, and, you know, I'm fine even, you know, if if – you know, you want to go with guys like Colway and Revis. I just think uh, every spot in the lineup right now, very, very important for this ball club uh, because these games are so important. So uh, we'll see what happens moving forward. But obviously, whether it was the top of the lineup, bottom of the lineup, middle of the lineup, it was a tough day for the Padre, uh, Padres offensively. Just one run on three hits in this ball game. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game. I mean, the guys in the bullpen for the Padres were really good. I almost wanted to give it to one of them. I'm going to go with the Tigers, though. It's got to be. It's got to be today. Let's give it to Alex Lang, Tigers closer. Got into a big-time jam. Not all his fault. Had the error by Baez behind him, so he really shouldn't have been in that. Runners in second and third, two-out situation. The rain falling made it more difficult. Giving it to Alex Lang for getting out of that jam and shutting the door on the Padres in this Tigers win. Impressive. It was, and he picks up his 17th save of the season. And again, he doesn't even get into that spot, second and third, if Baez makes the play on the ground ball off the bat of Cronenworth behind him. If he makes that play, the game's over, and he never uh, even has the tying run on base. So good job by Alex Lang out of the Tigers' bullpen in this game. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. 
Our player of the game will go with Spencer Torkelson. Why not? Good day for him on base three times, two hits. The home run made it one nothing in the first inning. Tigers never looked back. They never trailed in this game. Part of that rally in the third had a walk. So, Spencer Torkelson, our player of the game. Certainly could have gone with the starting pitcher, Alex Fiedo. They already gave him ace pitcher, so let's go with Spencer Torkelson, our player of the game. The young first baseman for the Tigers, former first overall pick a number of years ago out of, where did Torkelson go? Went to a big-time program. Now I can't remember. Where did he go? He went to Arizona State. Yeah, first overall pick in 2020, and uh, Torkelson had a nice day. The home run on three times, couple of hits, and he is our player of the game. All right, let's uh, squeeze a phone call in while we have a moment. 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. We go to Don in Rancho Bernardo. Hi, Don. Hey, Sammy. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Could be better, but... Uh... You know, it's just interesting. This uh, this team, it looks like a Groundhog Day. I mean, right? Uh, it seems like all season long they've done this where the offenses look like killers one day or even the start of a series and uh, looking like it's finally turned the corner. And then, wow, they, they just uh, fall flat on their face the next day. And, and the, the worst part about that, of course, is that it's against ter- not terrible pitching. I don't want to, you know, denigrate the, the – the, the uh, Detroit Tigers pitching staff too much, but certainly not against the uh, you know Cy Young candidate out there. And um, and then on the, on the other hand, you know on our side of the of the slate, we've got a fantastic pitching performance, and um, you know kind of wasted. So just very disappointing, um, especially at this critical moment where we're deciding whether to buy or sell. Uh, I'm not sure where I stand on mm-hmm. that side. I, I guess I'll wait till the end of. Uh, you know, the end of July here to kind of make up my mind fully, but geez, what a wasted opportunity to really, really have some, you know, key critical momentum here and in such a close game to mm-hmm. three to three to three to one. And anyway, just disappointed, Sammy. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I, I totally understand on the way you're feeling. And, and I think wasted opportunity is the, the right term to, to label it here today. And again, you know, and I have a tweet here that says, this is from a Willie saying, Alex was on point. That's baseball. And know, Willie, I just don't agree. I just don't agree. I mean, look, and again, I'm not trying to take anything away from Alex Fajardo. Good for him. Had a good start against some big-time players in lineup for the Padres, and that's one of the best starts of his major league career early on. And who knows, maybe Alex Fajardo will go on to have a great rest of the season and go on to be a Tigers ace for years to come. Maybe. Could happen. Former first-round pick. But you know, Don, to your point, and what I was saying earlier kind of mixes the, the two points. You know, if the Padres were in a different spot, then you chalk this one up to end of a road trip, a guy they've never seen before, forget about the numbers, uh, you know, young pitcher at a good outing, you flush it, you come back home. But you can't. You can't do that with where they are with this trend that we've seen because this is far from the first time we've seen this. Uh, where the Padres' offense does incredible things. They're doing everything you dreamt they would do in spring training and more. And then the next day, it's just a totally different-looking offense and totally different-looking team. One run on three hits and one hit against Fajardo. So 
I'm with you. As far as it being a critical juncture of this season, they, they just can't afford to have games like this. They can't. And you heard Bob Melvin allude to it. Uh, you heard Joe Musgrove allude to it. I mean, opportunities like this to sweep a team, and it, it's game by game. So I don't even want to focus, okay, it's an opportunity to sweep. But there's a Tigers team that if you're the Padres, you have an opportunity to sweep them with a guy like Fiedo on the mound and the names you have in the lineup and the talent on this team and what's at stake and what they need to do. Yeah, you got to go do it. And through 100 games, they just have not shown that ability to do it consistently for an extended stretch. Um, and that is why... <laughs> You know, if you listen to our post-game show from yesterday, yeah, it was way more upbeat. It's way better sounding. It's it's everything because, yeah, we are looking at things very much game by game, which is, you know, intrinsically for me, not the way I like to look at a baseball season, but with where they are right now, 100 games in, it's the way you got to look at it because every game is, is critical. Um, I agree with you, Don. It's going to be fascinating to see what this team does in about a week at the trade deadline, I think there are a number of different ways it can go. I think there are a number of different arguments to be made about what they should do after this loss. They're six games out of a wild card spot. The teams in front of them, a lot of them aren't playing well. Miami's lost eight in a row entering today. Diamondbacks haven't played well. Uh, list goes on. So it's not insurmountable by any means, and we'll see what everybody does today. We'll have a look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up later. But uh, it's going to be very very interesting because you keep waiting for the run right and something tony and jesse talked about earlier it's something that bob melvin was asked about uh earlier this week if he would be surprised if that run never happens when it's all said and done this season and he said yes he would be surprised and i would be surprised too i think all of us would maybe be a little bit surprised but at the same time, through 100 games, it has not happened, and you have not seen, well, I guess you've seen signs of it, but it just hasn't happened. So can they do that in the final 60-plus games? Maybe. You hope so, but they've got to do it. And doing it means avoiding not just losses like today where you can't complete a sweep, but just performances. In one run on three hits against a guy like Fiedo and the Tigers' bullpen, after what this team did the first two games of this series offensively, it just can't happen with where they're at. So, you know, I don't know. I hope it doesn't sound like I'm piling on or anything like that, but it just kind of is what it is, and it's where they are right now. Uh, let's go to Troop, who's calling in from Chula Vista. Hi, Troop. Hey, what's up, man? Um, I had a, I was talking to one of my friends, and I, I don't know how long you've been in San Diego mm-hmm. and been a Padre fan or whatever, but... Unfortunately, <laughs> I was uh, born into this. But he actually said this is the 97 Padres. Had all those expectations after 96. Everybody was fired up. We got a few pieces, and then what happened? We laid a big turd in the middle of the carpet. And then no one panicked, and yes, we ended up getting Kevin Brown. But that was in the off season, and then they went. But what would stop them from getting together and doing that next year? I know that's my only hope, and yes, I'm a homer. But what do you think about that? And also, they had a bad series against the Phillies, Mm -hmm. and then they won, what, four out of their last six. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, 
this isn't the end of the world. They're only six out of the wild card. If yeah. this team can't come back from six, like what what can they do? Yeah, what true. Can, I mean, yeah, true. Look, I, I I think look, you're 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 certainly correct in the sense of it was a really frustrating series in Philadelphia. They did win four out of the final six. They won both series against Toronto and Detroit. You're absolutely right. The problem is, and this has been my point going back to the opening segment, the problem is, is that would be fine if they had a better first 99 games of the year, 80-plus games of the year, and they were sitting some amount of games over 500 and comfortably in a postseason spot. Then you would say, okay, five-and-five trip after the All-Star break. Fine, take it, let's get back home. But they're not at that spot. And so that that's kind of the point I'm making, and that's why today and Thursday in Toronto was was so very frustrating because every game's critical, and, and with where they are, with the run they need to go on, they, they've got to win those types of games, especially when their pitching really holds up their end of the bargain. They gave up four runs on Thursday, and they gave up three runs here today, and had, I mean, uh, I mean, you talk about the pitching matchup today. I mean, this was in the Padres' favor. Musgrove against Fajardo. Uh, Musgrove, six innings, three runs, wasn't perfect, but gave you a quality outing. I can't put this on Joe at all today. Um, so, look, uh, Troop, I totally understand your point. Um, you know, it's not the end. I don't think it's anywhere close to the end. Look, I, I think, you know, if you're asking me right now, look, I, I still believe – there will be a better run here than what they've shown at some point. There will be a point, a run, where they do rattle off some wins in a row, where they do win 9 out of 10, 11 out of 12, whatever scenario you want to dream up, but it hasn't happened yet. I'm, I'm still willing to bet, you know, if you ask me, in the final 60-plus games, will they get pretty close here right in the in the thick of the postseason wildcard race? I do. So it's not the end at all. But, you know... It is where they are right now, and they need more than what they got the final six games. You know, yeah, four out of six is great. Winning series is great, but they need more. <laughs> That's the reality. And by the way, is isn't just me saying it. I mean, we'll, we'll play some of the Bob Melvin clips on the other side of our next break in, ca- in case you missed it. But, you know, this is what Bob Melvin sort of alluded to uh, during the postgame press conference. So it's not just for me. I think the guys in that clubhouse understand that as well. And they understand the the hole they've dug themselves. And now they got to dig out of it. And in order to dig out of it, you got to be better than good. You got to be great down the stretch here. And five and five on a 10 game road trip, that's not great. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. Come back with more out-of-town scoreboard. Continue to take your tweets, your DMs, and your phone calls. Final score, Tigers 3, Padres 1 on the Padres Radio Network. Sunday is Military Sunday, and we want to take time to recognize and thank all military members for their amazing dedication and service. San Diego County Toyota dealers, proud partners of the Padres, are honored to support San Diego's military community. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios. Final score, Tigers 3, Padres 1. As the Padres drop this series finale, they do win 2 out of 3 from Detroit. Same thing in Toronto, finish up this 
Road trip 5-5, five and five, but a disappointing day for the Padres. 3-1 to one as the offense only scores one run on three hits. They get just one hit against Alex Fajardo, the uh, starter today for the Tigers, who came in a 6-plus ERA and 18 major league starts. You wouldn't know it with the way he shut down the Padres' offense today. And we'll hear more about the offense from Bob Melvin coming up here in just a couple of minutes, so stay tuned for that. If you missed Bob Melvin's post-game press conference earlier, maybe you're just joining us here on the post game show maybe you missed the game we will uh, play some clips from bob melvin's post game thoughts uh coming up a little bit later a little bit later as in a couple of minutes here so stay tuned for that we also heard from joe musgrove from inside the padres clubhouse earlier here on the post game show as always if you missed any of our post game coverage Bob Melvin's post-game press conference, player reaction like what we heard from Joe Musgrove, the radio highlights, my thoughts. You can listen back to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast with me, Sam Levitt, on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. We also have a a cool new link that we uh, keep tweeting out. If you go to our Twitter, whenever we uh, tweet out the uh, the episodes for the podcast, it's, uh, it's a cool link because you actually click on the link and then you have the option to listen on whatever platform you want. So whether it be the Odyssey app or whatever podcast platform you listen to podcasts on, we prefer the Odyssey app, but you can pick and choose. So it's a, a pretty nice uh, tool. So bookmark that link uh, on your phone, on your laptop, wherever. And that is where our full post game show is posted each and every day after we're done. We'll hear from Bob Melvin again in just a moment. First, let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Early game in Detroit, so the only final is this one between the Padres and and the uh, Tigers. Everything else is coming up a little bit later on or is in progress right now. Game's going on right now. Yankees leading the Royals 5-3 in the Bronx in the seventh inning. Nationals ahead of the Giants 6-1 in D.C. in the seventh inning. Reds ahead of the Diamondbacks 4-3 in Cincinnati in the seventh. Orioles leading the Rays 4-3 in Tampa Bay in the seventh. Marlins ahead of the Rockies in the eighth inning 2-1. Phillies ahead of the Guardians 4-3 in Cleveland in the seventh inning. Brewers leading the Braves 2-1 in Milwaukee in the sixth inning. White Sox ahead of the Twins 3-0 in Minnesota in the sixth. The Cubs beating up on the Cardinals 7-0 in the fifth inning at Wrigley Field. Rangers ahead of the Dodgers 7-4 in the fourth inning in Arlington. Games coming up later on, Astros and the A's at 107, Pirates at the Angels in Anaheim at 107, Blue Jays at the Mariners in Seattle at 110, Sunday night baseball, really Sunday afternoon baseball here on the West Coast, Mets and the Red Sox at Fenway Park at 4 p.m. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. By the way, that game in Anaheim between the Pirates and the Angels, if, big if, Shohei Otani were to be traded at the deadline. This would be his final home game in Anaheim. I still don't think he's getting traded. I don't think so. I'd be very surprised. It seems like a lot of the uh, a lot of the media, the national media, it seems like they really want these sort of blockbuster trades to happen, whether it be Otani. Read something this morning talking about Soto. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I don't hear anybody here talking about that stuff, but I guess it creates conversation and articles and things like that. I, I, if I had to put money on it, I bet Otani 
is not traded uh, by the Angels. And uh, we'll see what happens, though. You never know. Never know what happens, and uh, that was a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. All right, if you missed it, I do want to play a couple of clips here from Bob Melvin before we get out of here on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the big story in this one, the offense. We've talked about it a ton already. One run on three hits. Padres offense got just one hit against Alex Fajardo, and again, Young starting pitcher, former first-round pick, obviously has talent, but the numbers are the numbers, and he came in a 6-plus ERA in 18 major league starts last season and this season. So it was a guy that on paper, with the names the Padres have in their lineup, they should be able to do some damage against. They did not. No runs on one hit against Vallejo. They did walk four times. They hit into three double plays after three of the walks. So, all in all, it was not a great day for the offense against Fajardo whatsoever. Here was Bob Melvin after the game talking about the offense. I think it was more about today, to tell you the truth. And it's a pretty disappointing effort, off, at least off the starter. I mean, I, you got to give him credit. He somehow got us out. Nothing against him. But we we got to have a better we got a better approach. we got to have more put more pressure on the starter, in my opinion, today. That was Bob Melvin talking about the offense, and you heard him there. Pretty disappointing effort off the starter. So, um, look, as you're watching it, that's kind of what you're thinking, right? You're thinking, how are they not getting to this guy at all? And uh, Bob Melvin was uh, sitting in the dugout and I think uh, talking about the same stuff uh, or thinking about the same stuff. Uh, and then, uh, well, thinking about the same stuff, very similar to what the uh, fans are, are thinking out there. So, uh, yeah, it, it was not a, a great day against Fajardo, uh, to say the least. Very disappointing in that sense. Here was Bob Melvin just talking about uh, the Padres' inability to sweep these series, both in Toronto, uh, both in uh, Detroit, and make this a better road trip than 5-5. Five and five. We're way past trips and series. It's, it's all about winning games. Today was a key game for us. You know, we win this game and then whatever, the whole road trip, whenever it started, looks a lot better than it did uh, losing today's game. And look, I want to give Bob Melvin a lot of credit because both talking about the offense there and this road trip and the game today, you're not hearing from him, you know, hey, it's one game, we'll get him tomorrow. I mean, he's acknowledging, no, these are key games. These are games that got to win and you need better offensive efforts against a guy like Fajardo. So, Tell you what, after my opening segment, I said sort of the same thing in different words, and we've said it throughout the post game here. You're hearing Bob Melvin say the same thing. So credit to Bob Melvin because uh, clearly the attitude is not this was just one game, long road trip, let's get back to San Diego. It's no, this is a game we got to win with uh, where we're at. So uh, credit to Bob Melvin there, who I thought uh, very honest there in the post game press conference. All right, let's uh, wrap up with our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Bases empty, two outs, and the 3-2 hit in the air to deep left. Soto going back at the wall. It's going to go. A home run for Spencer Torkelson. That's his team leading 15th of the season. And the Tigers take a 1-0 lead here in the first. Spencer Torkelson, the solo home run in the first inning against Joe Musgrove. Our play of the game gave the Tigers a 1-0 lead. They go on to take a 3-0 lead with two runs in the third. Padres would get the run in the seventh inning on the Gary Sanchez RBI single. That was it. So Torkelson's home run. 
Had the Tigers never looking back in this game. Number 15 for the young first baseman, former uh, number one overall pick. And uh, has had a rough start to his major league career last year and didn't get off to a great start this year, but playing better as of late. We talked about it before the series opener. Home run 15 for Torkelson and a big part certainly of this 3-1 to win for the Tigers. Looking ahead, back at Petco Park tomorrow. We have not been at Petco Park in a while. It has been two-plus weeks between the All-Star break and this 10-game road trip, so I'm very excited to get back to Petco Park tomorrow. First pitch tomorrow in downtown San Diego at 6.40. Our Ecowater SoCal Padres pregame show begins at 5.40. Game one of a three-game series against the Pirates. It'll be a six-game homestand against the Pirates and the Texas Rangers. Right-hander Hugh Darvish on the mound for the Padres tomorrow, and right-hander Quinn Priester on the mound for the Pirates. So you Darvish on the mound tomorrow should mention it is also you Darvish bobblehead day tomorrow. To the first 40,000 fans, they will receive the you Darvish bobblehead giveaway, which celebrates you uh, Darvish's 3,000th career strikeout. It's a really cool bobblehead. Uh, I have it uh, in front of me right now. Uh, we'll leave it here in the studio and um, hope you can get this bobblehead tomorrow. Again, first 40,000 fans tomorrow and not Every day where you have the pitcher pitching on his bobblehead day. So very cool tomorrow at Petco Park. And we'll see if the Padres on the field can get back on track tomorrow against Pittsburgh. Taking a look at the final totals in this series finale and this road trip finale. For the Tigers, three runs, eight hits, two errors, they left on four. For the Padres, one run, three hits, no errors, they left on six. Winning pitcher Alex Fiedo, who improves to two and four. Losing pitcher was Joe Musgrove, who drops the nine and three. And the save, number 17, for Alex Lang. Time of game, two hours and 26 minutes in the crowd at Comerica Park in Detroit, 24,523. As always, you can listen back to any of our post-game show, including post-game reaction today from Bob Melvin and Joe Musgrove on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find your podcast. For our great studio coordinator, Frank Mark Casey, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long. Again, the final score, the Tigers 3 and the Padres 1. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Petco Park on the Padres Radio Network.